Welcome to Coffee with a Doc, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Glenn Schaefer, a practicing chiropractor with over 30 years experience helping people just like you with natural, holistic healthcare and lifestyle change. Dr. Schaefer is the creator of The Vibrant Lifestyle, a wellness program designed around six fundamental principles that when applied to your life will result in remarkable changes. Again, welcome to Coffee with a Doc, and here's Dr. Schaefer. Welcome to Coffee with the Doc. Well, today we're going to talk about ADHD, Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. Most of you who uh, are hearing those uh, those letters kind of know what that means. Um, it affects children, probably uh, teenagers more than anything, but adults uh, as well suffer with uh, ADHD. Typically, uh, they're hyperactive, unable to kind of control impulses as they come in. They have a have difficulty paying attention, and in school, they have some behavioral issues. It's more common in in boys than in girls. It's usually discovered during the early school ages. Teachers will typically comment to parents that uh, little Johnny uh, has a tendency to not be able to pay very much attention. But adults, uh, as I mentioned, uh, struggle with this as well. They may have difficulty holding down a job, uh, difficulty in relationships, self-esteem, addiction problems as well. We're going to talk about uh, today uh, what are some, some natural remedies for attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. But let's cover a few of the bases on how these uh, conditions are uh, kind of diagnosed, if you will. There's no real uh, lab work. It's typically uh, behavioral and activity that uh, clues in a physician and or teacher. Now, they're easily distracted, difficulty finishing tasks, difficulty paying attention, makes a lot of uh, careless mistakes, uh, forgets easily about some of the, the typical daily activities that the child should be doing, um, difficulty organizing kind of their daily tasks. Uh, those are some of the tendencies. They often lose things, uh, daydream during the course of the day. They squirm and fidget while they're supposed to be sitting still. Maybe they have complete difficulties staying seated. Uh, playing quietly is, a, is another one of those things. They talk excessively. Gosh, sounds like a, a whole bunch of, of young kids, doesn't it? But in adults, uh, we see some anxiety, low self-esteem, problems at work, uh, forgetfulness. Uh, trouble maybe even controlling anger and impulses. Substance abuse is common with adults who have uh, this uh, ADHD. Very unorganized. They maybe procrastinate often. Uh, they get bored real easily with the pace of things being confined in a particular work setting. A lot of mood swings, struggles with uh, depression. Uh, those are some of the common problems for adults with ADHD. What can we do about it? Um, I know if, if some of you parents out there are, are listening to this, you've probably already tried a number of things. Uh, we'll go through some of those. There are some natural remedies uh, for them. But like any natural remedy, uh, the best uh, solution is to give the body its best chance to be healthy. The body is trying to get well. It's designed to heal itself. 
So it's always trying to do that. Sometimes it needs a little help. So natural remedies are, are treatments that don't involve prescription medication from a doctor. They do help. Uh, I have a lot of friends who have uh, utilized some uh, natural methods. Like many conditions, uh, similar like fibromyalgia, I think uh, ADHD is one of those ones where there's probably not a, a silver bullet, one thing you can do that Boom, that, that's it. it. It resolves it. It's more of a, a number of things that need to be done, all of them helping a little bit. And there's, there's several schools of thought on the ADHD treatments that are out there. Uh, I always tend to look at the side effects of medications, pharmaceutical medications, and is that really worth it? And I think in the area of ADHD, we don't really know what some of those long-term side effects are going to be for these young people that they're putting on very powerful medications sometimes. So I think uh, the best route to certainly start with is the natural type methods, giving the body the best chance to be healthy and to help itself that it can. So again, this is why we're going to talk about this because it fits right into my Vibrant Lifestyle program where we look at six key areas to optimal health. Well, they all apply here for ADHD in trying to treat this condition. So when I talk about some of these natural remedies, you're going to say, gee, it sounds like you have talked about these before. Because so many of the six principles to optimal health play a role in so many different disorders and conditions and health problems. That's why we're doing this program. That's why I came up with it, because it's the key to optimal health, helping the body help itself. You're just giving the body the best opportunity to be healthy. Um, one of those things that, uh, and, and I'll tell you how I've gotten some interest in this over the years. I've had a, a handful of uh, parents who have brought their children in for chiropractic care uh, with the belief that chiropractic care would help with their ADHD. And again, chiropractic care is not really for back pain, neck pain, and those types of things, although a lot of people come into my office for those conditions. It's really about helping the body to be as healthy as possible. And the key foundation in chiropractic care is a healthy, functioning nervous system. Uh, your brain connects to the rest of your body. And I see ADHD as a neurologic type of condition. I want to give the nervous system its best chance to be healthy. Misalignments in the spine and other areas put irritation on the nervous system. If we can diminish that irritation, gives the body the best chance to be healthy, gives that young person the best chance to be healthy as well. Uh, I'll give you one story out of all of the uh, ones that we've seen over the years because it was so dramatic. Mom brought her uh, five-year-old in with an ADHD diagnosis. He was really struggling in school with his behavior, and she had heard that maybe chiropractic could help. As we sat in the uh, examination room, um, the, the phrase uh, climbing the walls was more of a literal description of what this uh, five-year-old was doing, a young boy. He was literally climbing the walls. Uh, we went through kind of the history of what mom had tried in the past with medications, etc. Didn't seem to help much. So here she was, and I said, "Well, let's let's take a look." And and I checked out his spine. Give you uh, the the short story here. 
Um, he did have some misalignments or what chiropractors call subluxations. I said, I, I, I don't know if, if this is going to impact his ADHD, but there are some things there that I know are, are putting irritation on his nervous system. So we proceeded from the exam room around to a treatment room. Uh, little Johnny laid on the table. I gave him a specific chiropractic adjustment. And as he just simply laid there, mom and I continued to talk. I actually had to kind of tap him on the back and say, okay, you can get up now which he did walked up to the front with mom and stood right next to mom up front wasn't fidgeting was just standing there calmly i was kind of back in the hallway doing some of my notes and and keeping an eye on little johnny and mom she looked back at me and looked down at him at the fact that he was just standing there was kind of amazing to her and i kind of gave her a shrug like well i don't know <laughs> this could be a good sign uh, she came back in a couple days later with uh, little Johnny, and, and she brought with him uh, a handful of stickers that he had gotten at school. And she was almost to, to the point of tears and saying, you know, these are stickers for his good behavior, which he had never previously gotten any stickers for his good behavior. She says, I, I can't believe the difference. Little Johnny came back and got back on the table and just laid there very calmly. I gave him his uh, second chiropractic adjustment, and he got up after that, walked up, stood next to mom. It was like a switch kind of got turned on or turned off, however you want to look at that. And from the moment of his first chiropractic adjustment, his ADHD calmed down from a, a roar to just a trickle, which were probably more just behavioral issues that mom needed to work with. Uh, it was quite amazing for him in that situation. Now, that's uh, an extreme example. Most cases don't quite go like that. Let's take a look at some other things that you should look at. If you're concerned, you have a, a young person or, or someone in your family or friend that struggles with ADHD, and what can you do? There are some vitamins that are important. Again, how does this all tie in to the vibrant lifestyle? We talk about proper nutrition. That's one of the principles. Your nervous system and every system of your body require uh, proper nutrients to function at their best. Well, B vitamins, vitamins are essential for proper nervous system functioning. So we look at those, uh, the, the B complex, the B6s. Now, uh, magnesium is also another one that's, that's very, very important. Uh, vitamin C is, a, is another one, uh, very, very important in the neurotransmitter area for vitamin C. Zinc is one of those ones that uh, we also need to think about. It promotes uh, some of the hormone production uh, within the brain and within the nervous system, very, very important, as well as iron. And again, we get back to the omega-3 supplements. Again, the uh, omega-3 fatty acids are very important. We talked about this in the area of nutrition, how you have to have fatty acids. Uh, we do need fat in our diet, and we need the proper fats. The omega-3 ones are, are very important for the ADHD. And again, getting back to just a clean diet. Um, if you look at some of the things that we've talked about for, before, the, the Whole30 and the uh, Daniel Plan diets, is cleaning up fresh meat, fresh fruit, fresh vegetables, no processed or packaged food. Uh, a lot of preservatives in these things. And the key with all of this, and while one child might be able to to eat some of these foods and it not impact their nervous system to the extent that they develop an ADHD. Now, I've read 
some different studies in the medical field that say that nutrition has no impact on ADHD, and I simply don't believe that to be true. Uh, nutrition has an impact on just about every condition that's out there. You definitely need to eat right, and if you have a particular condition and you're not eating right, that will negatively impact your body's ability to overcome that condition. So <clears throat> eating clean is, is low sodium. Look out for the MSG, uh, monosodium glutamates. They're flavor enhancers in food, uh, not so good. The hydrolyzed uh, vegetable proteins, HVP, is another one that uh, you need to stay away from. Caffeine is a stimulant. And the medications, oddly enough, that, uh, that are given to these young people are stimulant medications. So some of the ADHD think, oh, well, I'll just I'll get caffeinated and that will be a form of treatment. Uh, I would not attempt to do that. It uh, puts a lot of stress on many different systems of the body. Uh, it kicks in certain uh, responses that you really don't want with ADHD. So some of the ADHD uh, sufferers you know, can tolerate a little bit of caffeine, so you need to watch that. Uh, sugars are another one uh, that are empty calories, so you need to stay away from artificial sugars and natural sugars. Really don't have a whole lot of positives by loading up on sugar. You want a stable blood sugar level with this particular condition. And again, that's, uh, that's the case with any condition is having a stable blood sugar level. So like any other condition, we want to try to keep your blood sugar in line. This goes back to eating clean, healthy foods. So smaller meals more regularly will help maintain your blood sugar. Uh, having protein in the morning for breakfast helps a lot. Stay away from snacks throughout the day. Uh, fruit that is low in the glycemic levels is also very important. So eat plenty of protein along the way. That, that will help. Uh, protein is very, very important in this condition. One of the reasons that I uh, encouraged my listeners to go on the Whole30 diet is because it kind of finds out for you which foods uh, you might have a little bit of a tolerance problem with. And this is uh, the case with ADHD sufferers. They seem to have a few more intolerances to certain foods than other folks do. So the whole point of the Whole30 diet is to kind of eliminate all of the foods that uh, might have an intolerance issue to them, then slowly reintroduce them one at a time to find out which ones you have a problem with, and then stay away from those so that you can come up with the perfect nutritional plan for you. So everybody, it's a little bit different. So I like that concept, uh, kind of cleaning out your system, resetting your system, finding out which foods you are sensitive to. And again, the ADHD folks, uh, uh, sufferers have more sensitivities in general than the rest of us do. Uh, food dyes, and, and this goes along with you know that processed food, food dyes uh, can be a, a sensitive point for some folks, and we find these in the candies and snacks and, and different types of things. So you want to stay away from foods that have uh, food dyes in them. Going back to my uh, vibrant lifestyle, we talk about nutrition here. Exercise is very, very important for ADHD 
these sufferers, they need to burn some energy. So kids need to be able to get out and, and have energetic play as often as possible. So if you want to get them uh, enrolled in maybe a, a sport, soccer, something involves a lot of energy expenditure, uh, that's, uh, that's a help to you, especially as, as they get home from school. Let, let them burn off, burn off some energy. It's very, very helpful having some active. But even if you decide, hey, I don't want to get them in, enrolled in some type of organized sport, uh, they can have uh, something around your house, anything from a, a play set to a trampoline, uh, riding their bikes, you know, doing a lot of activity with parents is a great way to bond as a family, but burn off that energy for the ADHD sufferers. Uh, they also need to get a good night's rest. Got to have proper rest. Now, this is very, very important. It, it is in the overall uh, scheme of our vibrant lifestyle, but especially ADHD sufferers need to get a good night's sleep. So this helps also by having that active exercise. This condition of ADHD definitely requires uh, some hands-on activity with parents on a regular basis. Uh, behavioral uh, techniques are very, very important here. Kids need to kind of learn you know, where their weak spots are with this. But again, getting back to some of the more natural methods, uh, there are some studies from Europe that indicate a significant reduction of ADHD activity with a change in diet. Now, some of the uh, American doctors say, oh, no, diet has nothing to do with it. And, and I simply don't believe that. There's an awful lot of studies that point towards inflammatory reactions that recur occur in the body due to our typical American diet, which is high in carbohydrates and high in sugar. We have a lot of gluten issues, dairy issues, and sugar issues in what our kids eat today. And there is a direct impact on how that affects your nervous system and your overall health. So again, if we look at that rounded approach, uh, I think there's many factors that need to be looked into. Number one, uh, getting regular exercise. Number two, and probably the most important, is uh, nutritionally and what your kids are eating. And thirdly, uh, some behavioral issues that you may have to work with a specialist in this area that can give you some guidance on some tools to help with behavior as your kids kind of grow through this issue. And I do think uh, for the most part, some of them will kind of grow through these phases. They learn to manage uh, the issues that they're having. So think about these natural methods prior to uh, going on the pharmaceuticals, which all do have side effects. Well, I hope this has been of some help in the area of ADHD. Uh, there's a lot of information out there, uh, certainly on the internet and looking at natural methods to treat this. I'd highly recommend that you kind of dig into some of those uh, and experiment uh, yourself on some of these natural methods. Uh, combining that with other tools that you're utilizing, I think you'll see some improvement in your child's behavior. Don't forget uh, chiropractic care. I gave you that one story simply uh, for the fact that's probably not something that most of you have thought about and some help for your ADH child. Again, my goal is to help you and your family and friends lead a healthy, vibrant life so that you can enjoy life, serve others, and glorify our God and Creator. Do me a favor, uh, subscribe to uh, this podcast and share it with others. We want to help as many people as we can. Well, thanks again for tuning in.